and welcome to the BJJ Camps podcast. We've got Steve Gawthorpe with us this weekend. Hello, Steve. Hiya, Sam. How are we doing? We're absolutely outstanding. What a camp. It's been lovely, hasn't it? It's been outstanding. The weather's good. Everybody's steaming along happily. Nobody's got injured. And everybody seems to be getting everything that we're uh, teaching. All right, and Ben's just joined us now. I'll let him sit down. That's all right. Your mic was muted for that burp, don't worry. Don't be so mute it so you can do other. Pull yourself right in there. Now then. I feel like Terry Wogan. Well, it's a proper setup. I thought if I were going to do it, I may as well buy a proper kit for it. Right, what do you want? I don't want that, mate. We've just come to waffle for half an hour before the last session. We'll go on then. That's it. That's it. That's all we do. We just waffle just for waffle. half an hour. Waffle. Yeah. So we've basically looked at the very simple grip breaks of your arm locks. I say simple. It's not simple. It's like anything, Sam. Everything's easy if that's what you do. Yeah. If you're having to start breaking it down, that's where you and uh, Ben come in because you notice things that are miss. Yeah. Little body repositioning. positioning. You know, ben knows exactly what I'm doing before I've done it and he's already explained it, where the pressure points come from, where the leverage is, what position my hips are moving to. Yeah. Where are we going to go next? And now what's going to happen if the opposition decides they're going to roll out? Well, the thing is, you've been doing the arm lock and essentially obsessing over it for what? Nearly quarter of a, uh, nearly half a century? Yeah, I've done it ever since I've started. So I look at these camps as the time I've spent trying to improve something over the years, it makes the guys so they can get the improvements instantly mm. and just start using it rather than use old models that worked, we improve it. Yeah. Whatever you do, you can improve and make it more efficient. Yeah, yeah. And the balance I've got with you and all, Steve, is that, like I said to him at the start of one of the, the lessons, is it weren't just that you, you were doing that in your prime, it's that you never really set foot off the mat. You continued to train with them same men past your prime and so you still did your moves and polished them yourself where some of your stable mates went into teaching positions and other things and they didn't really they weren't as competitive as you were they weren't still doing their andoria like you were so you've got a man there who really built up the the techniques beyond what they were when he was doing them in his 20s mm. so it's 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 he's picked up ideas and added them to it and with him it's it's so much in his in his part of his being. It's almost connected to his fucking DNA that it's so simple for him these movements because he's done that that much that you have to stop him and actually question how he's thinking about how he's doing it because it's just automatic. And it's not until we do that that we can actually understand what he's fucking doing because it ma- he makes it look so simple. Mm. It's not. Mm. Well, that's it. You sort of. <clears throat> it's quite. It's good having the pair of you to do it because. Steve, you explain everything in a way that's essentially that's what I do, that's how I do it, and it works. And then Ben, you swap it round and you break it right down to the points of the in-depth mechanics of why it works. I had to I try, I tried to do it damnedest to explain how I picked up understanding what he was teaching me, mm. and then show the different cues of what my brain were doing, and how I could replicate the mechanics he'd, he'd figured out. Yeah, it's, it's similar to. Let's say what I said to you yesterday, all I did was go around and show everybody one bit that five years ago 
I did with you, Steve. And in the first two days, I had no idea what it was. This particular mechanic it and changed everything. Yeah, and, until you'd done it to me, and I, so everybody I spoke to, yes, I went. Look, I don't think you can learn this from seeing it. So you've got to feel it. Looks the same, doesn't it? Looks, it yeah, it looks no through. different. It looks no different yeah. doing it wrong and doing it right. Yeah. But the, the actual difference in it was just immense. Just well, that loading of the arm. A lot of them and all, they don't understand the importance of some of these fundamental things he's doing because mm. they're not basic. They're not beginner. No, not at all. Some of these things have to take place that it does. If you haven't got that bit going on, don't matter how much glitter and spangly stuff you put on top of it, it's still just a piece of shit. Yeah. It's got to be nice to start with. But that's it. You can go back to watching your fights in the 80s and see exactly what you've just taught today. Yeah, I've just modified things to make it easier for me. Mm. Uh, You can generate more power by getting your hips in and arching in, which stops, once you've hooked him for the arm, it stops them pulling the elbow through where you don't want it. And little things like the one where we did with the shoving the elbow across, mm. so you can do the uh, Kimura mm. from the arm bar, mm. which just makes things easier and more efficient. Letting people turn a little bit so you, can, so you can catch it easier, rather than having to fight to pull something out, you look where you're going rather than where you've been, mm. and generate more power, with less effort. Mm. I can pick up on it fast, mate, Leo, when I watch what you do. I, <clears throat> I watched the, um, a couple of your fights again the other week, and I was thinking today, actually, that if I take the Saban fight, where he defended the arm look so well, and with Saban, you were using Ekiol, but it just in the sit, sitting position, where it was classed as Osakomi, the hold, but there were no pressure, so you just kept whipping your leg off to go for arm, and he was defending the arm. But with your modified version now, you wouldn't have had to go for him, you just fucking sat on him. It's that much... In, that in itself, that side position with the hip drive through his lungs, it had just made him panic, you know. So yeah, the, yeah the, uh, the the new version of the Echiol, where I put my foot under the rib cage at the top, and you can pull up with the arm, push down with your hips, it applies so much pressure that it takes the mind off the arm. Exactly. Yeah. And you can come straight back to the arm if you want to. Yeah. Or like we did this morning, if they're rolling over, you just do the crocodile roll and do another arm lock at the same time. It's where you've changed gambit, I think. I mean, if I think about Eckers' original gambit, it was hold down or arm lock. But it isn't now. It's arm lock or you lose your lungs. Yeah, every time they breathe, I'll tighten it up. You breathe out, it goes tighter and tighter. And I just work on that. If it's hurting you more than it's hurting me, it's got to be working. Yeah. No, it is. It's You can tell that it's been developed to the point where it is, it's unbearable underneath. Yeah, all you're doing is... You can't can't stay there at all. You just sat on your own foot, which is uncomfortable for me, but it's hurting you a lot. It's causing you more problems than it's made. You're starting to die. Yeah, you can't breathe. There's there's just nothing. It's it's horrible to witness and feel just demonstrating it fresh. Mm. And if you can imagine mid-fight when you've only got half a lung left because you're gassing already and blowing, somebody sat on you like that, it, it, it... You'd pass out. No, and I think that's that's one thing that's that's not done as much in jiu-jitsu now is breaking people's wills just by I think there's using the positional things. A few mechanisms that I've looked at. It, it always the way he does it always reminds me of how Mauricio uses his knee. Yes. The, the hips in the same position. It's just that the legs are how he is, but Mauricio's the legs in yeah. across them. And I think there's a lot of bits in that the Brazilians did and what the Olympic judoka did, which 
I hope that it gets shown because there's some great arm lockers around. But I don't think that, I think you did sit in there today, did watch him do the fundamental parts of pulling the arm in and up and through to get under the shoulder with the hips forward. And I think a lot of them would say, Jesus, I've had 200 fights and I've arm locked 50 men. And I didn't know that. Mm. And it's a big game change. A big, big game change. Which is why I'm glad he's still available to show it because people need to. I can show it, but they're getting it from a monkey, not organ grinder. Yeah. I want him to feel what he's doing, you know. The way I look at it, Ben, is, is I want to finish. I don't want to have to get up and start again because the boot might be on the other foot. Mm. You only have one shot, might get one shot at an armbar, and I want to finish. Not a nearly finish. He's made a mistake and you're in. Yeah. Hickson said this. He said, you've got to wait for that, then you've got to take most of it. When he makes his mistake, you've got to be in. Mm. I think that's a lot of a lot of. What a gracious thing! Yeah, he said that. He makes a mistake. You got to be in and get on it. I think that's a lot of the issue I've got with the way jiu-jitsu is being taught or, or learnt more than anything because of YouTube and Instagram and all this shite. People are looking at things going on. Oh, I'm going to try and get a submission, and I want to work to get. Well, that's fine, but you're not making the person underneath want to give it to you. And if they don't want to give it to you, it's very difficult to get. Mm. You've got to put them in a position where they're so horrendously uncomfortable that they want to save face and give you that to escape the pressure. And he that's was, what Eckersley's all does. Going back, like, I mean, the first time I met him, it had been like 98 or something. He, he always instilled that, that don't follow rules, Ben, for points and score. If you look down at him and he's suffering, stay where you are. Mm. You know, you've got him stacked in half. And you think, well, I could get around here and hold him down. Yeah, but look at him. He's dying. Stay there, you know. And and some old Gracie men were like that. No, they're that same philosophy. Very very similar, Steve, you know, to you. Very similar. But why would I want to move from here? It's decent for me, bad for him. And sometimes I think, you know, the um, I agree with exactly what you're saying. I think the wanting to, to follow the rules and the score can actually make you get some points on the card, but make it easier for your opponent than it was fucking three seconds ago. Mm. You know, that one of the things you said, Steve, back in the 90s to me and Charlie, well, there's not worse than being folded in two. No, if you're getting compressed, then it's not the it's most not fun in the entire world. So, I, I mean, I remember I remember going back and he used to, a big fan of stacking you through, like Mauricio, like, like yeah. all, all time as well. All Graces and, and Steve, and I should think Adams did it as well, stacked you up and went round. Then I noticed when Steve got into his 50s, he wouldn't, he wouldn't pass around leg. You just stayed in there, didn't you, and almost throttled him. With yeah. your arms, cause, and, it, and I can remember him saying to me, Dad, the thing is, Roy, is you get round the legs and he suddenly can breathe again. When I've got him up in half like this, his soul's going, isn't it? Looking to the right, mm. got the knees on the forehead. It's not a good position. It no. is unpleasant because you can switch it to something else. Mm. And if they think you're going to arm by you, I can pick him up. Mm. It's the, the, the camps work really well, I think, with Sam and yourself, is because you can explain to somebody what to do. You can show them what to do, but they can't feel it. Yeah, yeah. If you can't feel something, it's like, I'm not quite sure what's actually happening yeah. and why ain't mine working. No, yeah, I agree with you. Once again, we have been a dick. I can remember mentioning Grace, and I can remember old Carlos Grace saying that when he used to point it out, does this look all right? And he'd say, well, you need to ask your training partner, because mm -hmm. I can see it and smell it, but only he can feel it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, simple as that, yeah. But yeah, to be fair, it's something I say a lot, that's just communicate with your partner. Ask your partner, does it hurt? It, sh it should feel yeah. shit. 
I kept saying to him yesterday, I said, you, this should feel so bad, you would offer your ass to get out of it. Yeah, that's it. That's the way it should feel. Yeah. And that's it. That's how oh, you're thinking, of, can I open and rip my arm off? Yeah. Because it's so bad. Uh, I, I think the, the, the feedback is good. Um, I, I watch him and, and it's nice, from my point of view, it's nice that after, you know, after a day and they get onto a second day and you watch him move and you think, these are different animals now. Different people. Watch them do it rolls and that, you're like, look at this. They've picked it up. Yeah, you've gone over it 30 times, but each time Steve's added a bit more. Yeah. Same again, but let's get this right. Because it's, it's a right good screwdriver. He needs to make sure you're holding it right. Yeah, it works well. Mm. Because I'd go off at a tangent and you two keep me on the track. Mm. Otherwise, it'd be we could do a thousand things and nobody will remember Not anything. Because no. I'll lose the will to live. If somebody's teaching me something, I'll forget. Mm. If I've got too much, I've forgotten. And it's a case to remember what you think you want to gonna use, what you're gonna use, rather than I'll remember everything and use nothing. Yeah, yeah. Do you find you said no like on today though, Steve, when you watched them moving around, do you find yourself thinking, compared to yesterday, these are a different animal now, these lot? Because they were shit, they didn't move at all. But now they were lost, weren't they? Like lost puppies yeah. first session. Uh, but the, now they're, they're grabbing it right and they're rolling, you're thinking, I think if they got out of my arm, I won't get out. Mm. They're also learning to be good training partners as well. Ah, yeah. Is uh, it's hard if somebody don't react to what you're doing, and they just lie there like a damp, a wet cloth, and yeah. you get no feedback. You can't actually finish it like we were doing the roll this morning. If it had just laid there and not moved, yeah. we wouldn't have got the uh, next roll. But because we'd explained, you need to react when I do this. You turn in, sit up, and we'll roll again. And then we'll roll backwards. It works. You must react. The yeah. partner must react. Well, this is it. Is there's that many variants in just in how each person reacts? You've got to be able to practice it, and you can't do that with a dead person. No, if you don't move, it don't work. Mm. It's like doing standing. Neil has a. If it is an old-fashioned one that Neil uses, sixty percent resistance and react as though you were fighting. Mm. Mm. I think that's where specific sparring comes in play. Even even to the point of this, where you're sat in an arm lock, and then you get your partner to try and get out. Yeah, I think yeah. it has to be done in order to find out what the most common responses are, and then how you react to them. Yeah, you need a reaction. It is once I've sat in for the armbar, if I just sit there and don't move, and I stay hooked in, and it don't come out, I'm going to waste five minutes of my time because I can't actually finish it. Mm. If I start trying different things like the little strangle, mm. oh, it's a distraction. Yeah, it is a distraction, but I'm still going to take the arm out. And we've worked so much on the front arm, and then on the next camp we can do the back arm. Back arm. Mm. Because people remember what they saw last. So if we did the back arm this afternoon, oh, they just wrecked their head. They forget what we did this morning. Yeah, absolutely. Last two days, yeah. it's which arm am I going to use? Exactly. That's why I like them to stay on the same, not just the same arm, Steve, on the same side of the body. I'll tell them to use, right, use top arm and only do it one side. And really, I'm like, yeah, because you don't want to get confused. You can get it get it down pat one side and then next week, get it down pat other side. Because sometimes I've seen lads, you show them some stuff and they want to learn it both sides and they're gripping wrong. Into the next day, you're like, Jesus, we went through this all yesterday. I don't want to turn the clock back and start mm. again. So I, I disagree with learning things both sides. I think once you, once you do something, so once you teach something, Practice it once both sides, pick the side that feels most natural and carry on on that side. Definitely. And I, think, it, I, th I think there's also an adaptation as well, Sam, that, that you might find that 
you roll somebody over, you turn them over or sweep them a particular way and it lands you in the position in one side mm. with your arm through that way. Well, then you need to practice it that way. Yeah. You know, you might practice left arm through, left hand side of his body, but you might find that you've got a particular throw or trip or sweep you do, which puts your right arm through, other side of the body. Mm. Well, you need to practice the second one. Yeah. You never land in that fucking side. It's pointless for you. Well, it's the same as, same as you, what we looked at just briefly, just when we were messing about, Steve, that your fallen roll position. And you were saying that Fallon takes them one way, lands on that side, but you don't. Oh, you don't like do it. You, you can't go that way. I'll wait for them to post to the other side. And they'll just scoop their arm up and uh, do the arm crush. But then that's it. If there's no if there's no reason not to go that way, why would you bother going the other way? Yeah, it's the way that we, Craig did it. So that's the way I'll teach it. But I can't do it that way. I've got to scoop the arm up and roll them the way that you're not supposed to go. Because they can actually post if you're not careful. Yeah. But it's the way I do it. Yeah. It's like you said, somebody you lift them up in the air, or do you push their leg out and slide them round? Yeah. I like to lift them up. Yeah. But I like the way you do it because it, it goes along with the way the old men did it over there in South America as well, which is one of them made a good statement actually years back. I never mentioned it to you, but when you get them up like that, once you make it so you're their floor, they're done. Make any sense? Yeah, because so all you, the... you, you lift them up with your hooks, and if you are the floor to them, the foot. And if I'm in the right position, it's costing me nothing energy-wise, because it's just running through my joints, not through the muscles. I can balance you on the top until I've had enough. I'll let you come down when I want you to come down, not when you want to uh, decide you're going to get some traction. Well, that's it. And, and to be fair, the more you lift them up, the more you've got to. Um... The more, they, the more likely they are to base on the hands anyway, which is what you want. You've got to put something down. Yeah. If you don't put something down, you're going to look. Over you go. Over you go. Yeah, exactly. And elevating the, the hips and the legs into the air um, means the hands are going to go down, which leads right into your game. That would be, be why you like it. You'll set up and only let them escape go the way that you want them to go because that's the way that they've got to go. Trap. Yeah. Mm. It's a trap. It's like, yeah, it's a, it's a trap within a trap within a trap, and that's essentially, you're never not on the offensive. What Steve's got is he's got three traps, but they're so well-timed and well-tight, and they've been done for so long by him, and polished, and he's seen every fucking defence there is to it, and he's sparred and done randori with that many men, and fought in competition with that many men, using these three variations of these three traps, that nobody's going to do something now that he ain't got an answer to. Yeah. It's impossible. Law of Averages states it's done. And he's got these three traps that have got four or five angles to them. That if he grabs you, then you're fucked. Well, that's it. And if you've done these three traps each 10,000 times... On the men he did him on and all. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah. The level of men. Proper units. You need the, the right start position because it's like if I go for the sweep from underneath. Mm. If I'm not deep enough they'll end up with the, the head on my chest. Yeah. I need their eyes level with my ears. Yeah. So they're right up so I can sweep them over. Yeah, yeah. If they're too low, they'll start wanting to fight back. Yeah. Hips right underneath. And the heart, yeah. yeah. Hips right underneath. Or they'll put so much weight on my legs that unless they're really light, I can't lift them. Mm. Otherwise, if I can pull them on, it's just a easy way of wheeling them over. Yeah. yeah. they become weightless. But this is it, and literally all we've talked about so far is everything leading into an arm lock. 
Yeah, it is. It is. You want to finish. Yeah. You can be a load of points down, and I only need one armbar, and that's that is the end of that. Yeah, and that's I said that's essentially the end game. I think a lot of um, going slightly off piece. A lot of the rule sets that allow for submission attempts to count highly actually dampen the entries and, and the real uh, the proper com yeah and the, and the real damaging attacks in themselves because people throw up submissions left right and centre yeah, and they're always half-hearted what, what they've done Steve is the um, is the last five years the shows have come about which are quite interesting where they've, they've decided their own rule set and a lot of time there is no more points which is because the idea was that people are abusing the point system to win they manipulate the referee the friend yes manipulating it mate and so they were like, right, no more points, especially when they take, take gear off, so they're going in no jackets. And so they said, right, so what we'll do, we'll base it on aggression. And then they said, we'll base it actually on, on submission attempts. And like Sam's saying, what it made some people had to do is throw caution to wind and we'll just throw submissions in, knowing that it'd be counted as an attempt, rather than, than a submission attempt that really would have gone anywhere. So sometimes it's bitter in foot a little bit. It was a good idea that didn't work. It's a know. failed attack. Yeah. Yeah, but, 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 they had no but, they, but they still score the they failed attack quite it. high. Yeah. For, for me, a failed attack that, that deems worth scoring is something that has had the... Once the bloke wriggles his elbow out, you go, oh, fucking hell, I should have had that. This is it. Not you, some you, you almost want the hand yeah. hovering ready to tap. Yeah. That should score. I agree. Anything less than that is... I think they'll nail it soon. I think these lads will get it down pat and they'll get the right format. Because people want to see people tapping out. Yeah. They don't want to see people winning my fucking points. It's ridiculous. It's nice to have a finish. Yeah. It's an easy one to go. Hands up. He that's won. It's like a knockout. Yeah. But that's it. absolute. No worries. He won, and we know he won. Yeah. Well, that's it. Is they they brought the submission attempts rule set in to counteract people just playing the points game, and what that's actually ended up doing. Playing a different points game. Is now they're playing a game of. Well, I'll throw up an arm lock. I might get his arm almost straight. Then he pulls out. But I've scored a points for a submission attempt. So, well, they're getting points a different way. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. And I think, uh, and again, I quite like, I, I like positional dominance. I might be shit at it, but I like it, and I appreciate it. And I think that needs well, to be scored higher. Unfortunately, it won't work for for, um, for for spectators. But I don't know if the only way around it is just to let them fight until somebody taps out. You might have hour-long fights. Well, we, we've that we, sort it, wasn't it? You know, we actually did that here. We had uh, just a very, very small little competition that we did um, in the gym, and it was right off you go. The only way this is being stopped is if one of you submits the other yeah, one. I'll do it, and that's it. I'll do it. And again, and it's not always spectator friendly, but if you want an answer as to who is the better fighter, because that's your only way of doing along it. Along the same time as when I was Steve, the, the, the other guy he put me on to train with because he knew he was of worth what well, Miller, Andy Miller. Steve got me to right train with me, but I wanted to work with Miller and all. And Andy had that sort of idea. Andy, Andy had submit you after he'd held you down for fifteen minutes. Yeah. And I mean held you down. Yeah. But he said, "I want to tap you out, but when I'm ready." I want you to want me to. We're balls to wall like Steve, but we're like right, shit a bust with arm. Yeah. But, but he still had that idea of. I want you, but I'm going to do it on my terms and crush you first. But that stayed with me and all. But I think, I think, I think the golden sort of line is in between the two. And I think the easiest way of of getting it across, in my opinion, is that you've got to want the person underneath to want you to move from where you are. 
So they've yeah. got to give you something instead of taking it. I think it's a big part of people's personalities, I know. It's, I mean, the way Steve fights, it's, it's his personality as well. His personality is like Some people are just more steady, steady catch monkey. You know, yeah. They're just, it's just where they go. Because even Andy is like his, his, his character is like that. Steve's just, just where he is, is in your face. It's yeah. I'm having you, you know. It's, I want to make life unpleasant and I want to finish. Yeah. <laughs> Quick as possible. Yeah. <laughs> because I might never get it again. And I don't want to run out of steam. But that's exactly how it'd be if his neighbour were upsetting him over the fence. Yeah. That's his, that's him to a T. I'm telling you, his dogs are shit in my yard. I'm going to make his life unpleasant and I'm going to do it as quick as I can. <laughs> that's what he's like. I know it's <laughs> Do you follow me? It's sort of yeah, yeah. the way people do jiu-jitsu. It's the way they, they are in life sometimes. Do you know what? I'd never like, thought of it. Look at your will. Look at your will. I mean, he's a lovely kid, but fucking daydreamer. Yeah. Half the time when he's doing his jiu-jitsu, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's just making it up. <laughs> Yeah. He suits his personality. You can say, "What did you do there?" Well, he'd be like, "I don't know." He just felt nice. Yeah, he'd, ha- he'd have to stop and think about it. Yeah. Have to stop and almost work back and work out what he'd done. And then forget his name. <laughs> I'd never, I'd never actually thought. I want to, I want to watch that. See, if I'm telling you, people links to the personality through the jiu-jitsu. Yeah, and so sometimes that's just from coaching a lot. Being yeah. careful not to force somebody to go something which is right against their ingrained character. There's so got, there's steady, be... steady, making them go shit and busting. They're not like that at all. It just doesn't suit them. Makes there's, them nervous. There's got to be a way as well of, of essentially, from a coaching standpoint, harnessing somebody's personality and getting them to, well, teaching them the right stuff that works with Put it. Putting them at right men. Yeah. Get everybody with that same stalking attitude that he's got and say, right, you was all good, Steve. Yeah. And just copy Steve. Just do everything Steve does, All yeah. them blokes that would also be annoyed with neighbour. You go with Steve and... <laughs> Yeah, you want to re- you want to end product of what you are. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, because I know you're always on about like with, with Fallon and with Jamie. You, some of the things you did, they could copy, but they weren't same. So some of your techniques didn't work for them. And I wonder if it's a personality thing. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think you might be onto something there. Because Craig were an old Sakomi man, wasn't he? He was an old yeah, damn good. man. He was an old damn man, there was he? Craig Fallon Roll. Fallon, yeah. But what I'm saying, Steve, he, he was he were a. He were, a, he were a control man in groundwork. He'd yeah. turn them and hold them, yeah. Where you were, arms, 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 arms. I don't ever, ever remember seeing Craig Fallon doing arm lock in his fights. He'd hold them down. Yeah, but maybe that was his personality. Yeah. Just to be like, you know. One of the other guys likes rolling strangle, but he doesn't do arm bars. But it's, I don't do rolling strangle, but I like arm bars. Mm. But it doesn't mean that we can't do them. Yeah. We can switch to guns if we have to. Yeah. But if somebody gives you something, yeah. I want it. Yeah. But uh, I see no point in turning a gift horse away. Aye, aye. No, with this, this uh, going slightly off piece. I've, especially in doing the camps and travelling around different areas and stuff. I've rolled with many, many very, very good jiu-jitsu fighters. You know that at the minute are the best in the country. Nobody feels as horrible as you do. Because I do try some. I try to be horrible. Yeah, I know, but you it, want people not to want to fight you. But every, everybody tries to be horrible because because it's we're not here to tickle each other. So it's not a slapping party. Like we're here to try and break each other and just tap before you get broken. Just as dear. Well, you feel you feel like you made a fucking iron bars. I've said this many many times. It's all edges. Yeah, everything no, hurts. It's not iron bars. It's all edges. Everything on him is a fucking edge. It hurts. Because yeah. if you have a bad day, you can threaten people with your bad day. Yeah. yeah. You're not looking well, Ben. 
Have you been ill? <laughs> I'm feeling fantastic. fantastic. <laughs> You're not looking well. Have you lost weight? Yeah, that do them. I'm feeling mega strong. <laughs> <laughs> Just mentally break them before you even yeah. step forward. And then if you have a bad day, it's like, well, I'll threaten them and then walk off. Just keep walking now, because I don't need to engage. Because oh, I'm already working. When we were young, as I could even say this in gym all the time. No, I'll choose so and so because I fancy an easy one. <laughs> it break your head. Yeah. I'm an easy one. Oh fucking hell! Easy one, Jim. You're the rest round. You'd be underneath him and he'd just off your arm. He'd try and hold him in guard off your arm. He'd go on. He'd swing your logger and he'd go. Oh, not Judy get to army. Straight arm. I'm not going to oh, do that not, again. Not Judy get to army. <laughs> <laughs> just drill it in oh dear as he said to me staring into my eyes I think we need to reevaluate your strategy oh yeah that, yeah, that, that was heartbreaking that. that in the middle of puds of that You're, you stacked me up and you fucking ran round and round me and I was going and then you did it again but this time I was just about to tap but you stopped and I looked up and you were just staring at me and you went big grin on his face yeah. as well right I mean you just went, I, think, I think we need to reevaluate your strategy <laughs> Like it was yesterday. I thought, fucking hell, this is hard work. Some things just sit with you, don't they? Well, Some... something works, I'll not change it. Staring right in my eyes. Oh. <laughs> no, <but> that's... Grinning. <laughs> no, it's, it's brilliant. It's, it's, it's Learning that arm lock stuff, it's... Yeah, we'll get on in a minute. We'll uh, we'll finish up. But yeah, learning all this arm lock stuff, it's, it's very, very similar stuff to what we did five years ago. And since learning it... I went into that five years ago going... I'm, I've competed and I've won fights up to up to purple belt. Most of them by armlock. I know what I'm doing. I came away from it going, I didn't know fuck all before mm. I stepped on that mat. And again, it's exactly the same today. There's lads in there that have said exactly the same. They ain't got a fucking clue. You'll modify what you do. Yeah. To make it easier. I've spent five years obsessing about it since. It, it becomes efficient. It doesn't end. I no. Still, every time I see them, I pick something else up. Yeah, I there's, there's always... Now. I will steal other people's ideas if it makes it easier. Yeah. It's like Andy, when I last put it to call it Andy Frud. To be a good teacher, you've got to be a thief and steal everybody's ideas. I yeah. agree with that. Absolutely. I agree with that. Right, we'll finish up because we can do this again and record a slightly longer one when we're more organised next month. Yeah. What we're going to do next month, Steve? Back arms. Back arms. Back arm arm locks. A couple yeah, of I, I think maybe some of his crushes. Yeah. Because his crushes were. Olympic standard and all. The arm crushes are what I've is, are, is what I've obsessed with more than anything. Back arm on Juji and, and, and crush on Udi Gatami, yeah. So straight arm crushes and other arm on, on straight arm up. Twenty first, twenty second of May. Yeah. And we'll get back. Maybe a few of his yes, turns sir. and all that he led into him. Yeah, I'd yeah, that'd turns, be brilliant. Straight into arm up, yeah. No pissing about. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. Right, thank you very right, much. Suit up. Okay, we'll, Sam. We'll suit up and, and enjoy the last up. session. <laughs>